Hey, what's poppin', guys? This is the Dallas Rays Podcast. I'm Spencer. And I'm Alexander. And welcome to episode two, season two of our very own podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the episode and staying with us on this journey. We're going to be walking through the ups and downs of week two of the shortened season of 2020. Yeah, and also while you guys are listening, go ahead to our Instagram at Delos underscore Reyes underscore podcast. Check it out. We have this new, new entire brand new post series going on. Guess that player. We're going to mm-hmm. give you three hints and you got to guess who it is in the comments. We also so- just recently started, I think two days ago, our minor league baseball tournament throughout all minor league baseball, every yeah. division, every league. Um, as of today, well, as actually of tomorrow, we're going to be wrapping up our first league, the Pioneer League in the rookie division. Uh, we're yeah. going to move through every single division, every league. We're going to have one winner and then a big tournament, the best logo of every single division. So make sure you are part of that. Cast your vote. Yes. We have minor league baseball teams casting votes for themselves. So yes. why aren't you casting votes for them? Let's go. Get get that, get yeah. those numbers up. Go to our Instagram. Like I said, again, Delos underscore yes. Reyes underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Go check that out. Yeah. Go like vote. it up. Comment. Go like, comment, do stuff. Interact with us. But also stay safe, do the usual masks, gloves. Let's get into this episode. Talking about staying safe, we're going to go back to our brand new segment as of last week. We got ice. And Xander will tell you he's got ice because he got hit with the bruise a couple days ago in his baseball game. Uh We made sure we had ice for him. So let's talk about the Major League of Baseball. We're going to start off with COVID. Keep it nice and short. Philadelphia Phillies, a whole a good chunk. I heard at least six people in their coaching staff have COVID. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk more about this when we go to the news. Milwaukee um, Brewers outfielder Lorenzo Cain has recently opted out, along with free agent. That's right, free agent relieving pitcher Francisco Liriano had a lot of offers, especially from Miami. I was told. Yeah. And he decided to opt out. He felt it wasn't worth it. Yeah, I mean that might have been a good yeah. idea for him. The St. Louis Cardinals, 13 players. The only player that has been announced was catcher Yadier Molina. Oh. Not good. My He's up there in age. He's around 35 years yeah. old. Not good. I look good. up to that guy. Yeah. And last but not least, well, maybe least in my opinion now, New York Mets outfielder Yoannis Cespedes. We'll talk more about that when the news comes on. But let's move on to the trades that happened so far. Mm-hmm. We got Miami. Trades player to be named later for Richard Blyer, left-hander. From Baltimore, That's I think it's a great trade really, for both sides. I mean, well, not really for. Me. It's a good, it's good for Miami. We don't know about for Baltimore. Yet. Yeah, we don't know if they're gonna get return. It might mm-hmm. be cash. And this is a trade I'm totally behind. Not just because I'm a Mets fan, but I think it's, it's totally worth it. So the Mets designated for assignment right-handed pitcher Jordan Humphreys. He was going through transitioning from getting Tommy John surgery to getting back on the field. Yeah, didn't make the sixty-man roster. They DFA'd him mm-hmm. before he could be cleared by waivers. They were able to trade him to San Francisco. For outfielder defenseman Billy Hamilton. Well, I think this is a good pickup because Billy Hamilton, he is among one of the fastest guys mm-hmm. in the league right now. He's and he's one of the best defensive players, yes. and the Mets don't have that right now. And you're going to uh-huh. see even more why they need an outfielder, not just because Cespedes. is. We move to the injuries. We're going to start yeah. with the New York Mets. Infielder Eduardo Nunez, they just signed him. Left knee contusion. I've heard anywhere he could be on 10-day IL to 60 IL. Keep in mind, Jed Lowry's still out for the season, and Cespedes uh-huh. opted out. Yes. 10-day IL, infielder Robinson Cano strained it, strained some part of his leg. Now, the, the bad part about this is he was one of the hottest players in the Mets that was giving them, the, I think, their three or four wins. So We also have day-to-day with infielder Jeff McNeil, intercoastal strain. Wow. Another day-to-day, infielder Ahmed Rosario left quad tightness. 
So the New York Mets have a lot of going. Their infielders are definitely not able to show up. Pete Alonso hasn't been doing that well. Their whole infield is basically injured in some aspect. Yeah. Um, that's why you have a six-man roster, though. There's no excuses for 60 that. Six-man taxi roster. Um, they, the Brian Dozier did make the call-up uh, last week, so they do have someone to fill those shoes. Juan Lagares could make the call-up. He can fill those shoes. Dominic Smith can finally play the infield. Mm -hmm. J.D. Davis doesn't have to play the outfield. Those two players, when we had Cespedes, were being forced to play left and third because they had a good bat. But now they're able to move into the infield. They should have a good enough depth to be kind of competitive, but not amazing as yeah. I'm not saying they were amazing before, but, but they had a really good chance before. Uh -huh. Now, with all these injuries, not so much. Whenever it gets cleared up. Uh -huh. Continue with injuries. Los Angeles Angels, Shohei Otani, right forearm strain. We're going to talk more about him with the news as he won't be he won't be as big as a factor for the Angels as you might think, but it'll still be a big part of it. Atlanta Braves, right-handed pitcher Mike Soroka after the season with leg tendon injury. Oh. New York Yankee right-handed pitcher Tommy Callaway. Excuse me, I think I pronounced that wrong, but Tommy John surgery for him. He'll be gone for the season. We don't know about next season. Boston Red Sox pitcher left-handed. Eduardo Rodriguez, myocarditis. Yeah, so he'll be out for the rest of the season. Yeah, we don't know what that Chicago one Chicago White Sox shortstop Tim Anderson, 10-day IL strain right groin. Should be back. Yeah. And Houston Astros right-handed pitcher Roberto Ozuna. Oh, great um, pitcher. Really good pitcher, good relief. Just signed up again by them mm -hmm. for this upcoming season. Was it and a contract extension or was he signed? Not again? sure if it was a contract extension or he was signed again. But I do know that the doctors requested that he does have Tommy John surgery. Huh. He's going to have more tests and we see what's happening. But let's get some positive news. Players yeah. are coming back for uh -huh. miscellaneous reasons. We have Washington Nationals outfielder Juan Soto. Oh, He's finally. back from COVID. You get to see him on the field. Atlanta Braves outfielder Nick Marcakis opted in. So the 2020 season, the first Whoa. player to do that, opted out by the deadline, and now he's back in. Yeah. New York Yankees relieving pitcher, Aroldis Chapman, who had contracted COVID, I believe, right before the season started. Yeah, he's yeah. back. He's ready to go. Ladies and gentlemen, Chicago Cubs. Back. Third baseman, Chris Bryant, had an illness, and they were worried he had COVID. He's good. He tested negative. The same goes with Joey Votto, first baseman, Cincinnati Reds. And last but not least, Los Angeles Angel, as of yesterday, last night, hit a home run. As he's back for the paternity list, congratulations to you and your brand new son, who I saw on BaselReference.com. Yeah. He's already got his own account set up. Mm -hmm. Drafted by Mike Trout. Drafted by Mike Trout. last but not least, before we got ice, we have the transactions. Free agent, shortstop, 16-year MLB veteran, Jose Reyes, retires at 37 years old. Four-time All-Star, Silver Slugger, and National League batting title champion. Yeah. We have Los Angeles Angels outfielder Joe Adele. I believe the number four prospect of the whole league. He's getting his call up as of yesterday. New York Mets infielder Brian Dozier has got called up as we spoke about, and they designated for assignment relieving pitcher and also his teammate from the 2019 World Series championship team, Hunter Strickland. San Diego, as of yesterday, brought up their pitching prospect, Luis Patino. Right-handed pitcher, he's a top 30 prospect in the league. Chicago White Sox bring up infielder Nick Magical, I think he's oh, number two. yes. Finally get to see him on the field. They move down right leaving pitcher Kelvin Herrera designated for him for assignment and they signed left-handed pitcher Clayton Richard who's an MLB veteran most known for playing with Los Angeles Dodgers to a minor league baseball deal and that is We Got Ice You know what that sound is it's time for Alexander's fun fact of the day let's get it so Spence there is a Hall of Famer outfielder Ed Roosh mm -hmm. who had an great 18-year career 
and 12 of them he spent with the Cincinnati Reds, hitting 323 for his career. However, one day in 1920, Roosh committed the ultimate sin. He slept on the job. Oh, no. So Roosh was ejected from a game in, in June 1920, when during a break in the game, the pitcher, the pitching coach came out to talk to the pitcher. He decided, hey, let's just sit down and take a quick nap. <laughs> he took a quick nap and his teammates went to go. At, once the pitcher, pitching coach came back, he came to, the, the teammates went to go pick up, wake him up and be like, hey, yo, game's going to start. Come on now. And they were not able to wake him up. Oh. Umpires ejected Roosh. Roosh <laughs> finally woke up. To find out oh that he was ejected because God. of the, the delay of game. And Jeez. Therefore, Ed Roosh, Hall of Famer outfielder, known for falling asleep on the job. Come Jeez. on, Ed Roosh. Was it really that good time? Let's get down to the brass tacks and nitty gritty of today's episode where we recap week two of the MLB 2020 short and 60 game season. All right, guys. I'm going to start you off with the standings. Yeah. We're going to be going to the AL East. Let's talk about the New York Yankees. They're winning the division 8-1, and one, a great start, and Baltimore. Yes, I said Baltimore. is behind yeah. them with 5-4. and four. It's like we said beginning of the season, uh-huh. before we started, you never know who's going to be winning. Yeah. AL Central, Minnesota Twins, 9-2, and two, with the most wins, I think. In the whole league, yeah, pretty league. sure. And then Chicago White Sox, right behind them at 6-4. and four. Um, Oakland Athletics lead the AL West six and four, and Houston Astros are right behind them five and four. Now let's head to the National League. NL East is kind of wow. That's all I'm gonna say. Miami is leading still somehow, only playing four games with three and one, yeah. and Atlanta is eight and four. So <laughs> I, I I get this percentage. That'll get fixed soon. It, it, it will get fixed soon. Chicago Cubs, who also have nine. Nine wins, so they're tied with um, the Minnesota Twins with the most wins, are 9-2. and two. And right behind them, the Reds are 5-6. and six. And the NL West, the Rockies are 7-2. and two. Still leading the division, two uh-huh. weeks in a row. And the Dodgers and Padres are tied 7-4 right behind that's, NL West might be more competitive than the NL East this mm-hmm. year. And that's something no one expected yes. at all. No one expected that. So let's get jump right into the news. Major League Baseball reduces doubleheaders to seven innings starting on August 1st. They'll make games shorter. I guess that's their idea. Yeah. They're trying to do this whole rush in the game. I don't agree with it as yeah. much, but if this is what we're, the only thing we're going to do to shorten it, then I'm fine with it. But also, MLB will be reducing rosters from 30 to 28 starting tomorrow on thursday and it'll stay this way for the rest of the season and the playoffs this is a little different we were told beginning of the season there'll be 30 yeah and it'll go down to 28 then 27 then 26 it'll stay at 26 and go back up to 30 now it's saying 28 the whole time i think i'm fine with it you cut yeah. two players probably a prospect and honestly it's probably a bullpen pitcher yeah. or someone who has been batting as well is going to get uh-huh. sent down yeah i'm going to head into the next news Talking about Manfred. Manfred is threatening to cancel the season if the MLB doesn't clean up their act. Well, the PA, MLB PA, MLB PA yeah. doesn't clean up their act. And stop COVID-19. Like uh-huh. They basically want them to force and make sure all the players are doing the right thing. Yeah, because a lot of the players have yeah. been doing the right thing. We know well, let's talk Miami. about that for sure. Mm-hmm. Detroit Tigers, St. Louis, Milwaukee, and St. Louis games have been postponed. 13 players, including Yadier Molinas, have COVID. Excuse me, I'm wrong with that. Seven players, six people on the staff. Mm-hmm. 
Guys, there's a rumor that they went to a casino. They went to a casino during COVID, during a quarantine, during the MLB season. They went to a casino. They celebrated too much, and that could have cost them. What are you doing, guys? Like, you're ruining the season for everybody. Uh-huh. But let's talk about some good news. Well, well no. Semi-good news. news. Field of Dream is postponed. It's the field that they built on the movie site. But it is going to play, play next year, around this time. Mm-hmm. Um, the White Sox are guaranteed to play because, obviously, they were in yeah, the, movie. the movie. Yeah, for those that watch Kevin Costner, Field of Dreams, check it out. Yes. And they're going to be guaranteed to play their series of games against a couple other teams. Mm-hmm. It is he's built like a Little League field, so meaning the there's a limited amount of fans that can go. But yeah, they did base like the movie, so it's yeah. kind of like bleachers. Mm-hmm. They want to make it realistic. It's, I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's a great, great scene. Move on to what we're talking about in our COVID part of We Got Ice. Cespedes. Ioannis Cespedes. This is... The guy they paid so much money when they traded for him in 2015. I didn't forget what they traded him for, but in 2015, it was Detroit Tigers, right? Mm -hmm. The guy did amazing with the World Series. Helped him to the World Series, and then they lost. 2016, with the team again. They go to the postseason. Now he's not there. They lose against the Giants wild card. 2017, where'd he go? 2018, where'd he go? 2019. Where'd he go? In his farm. Tripped chasing a pig. Messed up his ankle. <laughs> Where'd Whoa. he go? 2020. Cespedes says, I'm back. Let's let's win a World Series. The Mets are the best team in the MLB. Let's get it. Let's get it. I'm buying into the hype. I'm a Mets fan. I'm like, oh, finally. It's his last season on his contract. He's going to step up. He's going to try to get his money. Trying to get paid. Shows the spring training or summer training, I guess. Whatever you want to call it. Summer games. Olympics. I don't, I don't care what you want to call it. Hits dingers in practice. His dingers during those games. Like, oh my gosh, Cespedes. Universal DH. He doesn't have to play. Him and Cano can go back and forth team DH. They don't have to play the outfield and infield. He plays three games. Four games in a row. The Mets lose after those three games. Seven games in. Cespedes doesn't show up to the game on this past Sunday against the Braves. No one knows where he is. The next day, pictures come out of him hanging out and shopping in a mall. People found out because they were fans. They're like, hey man, what are you doing here? And he's just like, oh. I'm in the mall, yeah. Monday, doesn't show up the game. Right before game, agent calls New York Mets. Yeah, we're opting out. Are you kidding me, Cespedes? Are you, they so paid you all you that all money. This hype. Just yes. so he could say to seven games in? Dreams. Yeah, I guess. See you later. Uh, kind of don't want to be here right now. It's like, are you, Sorry for how every unloyal Mets fan out there. can you be? Your heart got absolutely Dropped. smashed. Yeah. Thrown Across the street, yeah. ran over by a school bus, uh-huh. reverse, boom, dumped some trash on it. See you later, Mets yeah. fans, because you want to assess for this. Just, just try to ruin the beginning of the season. But you know what? The Mets have pieces. Hopefully, they can move them around and do something with it. Yeah. Hopefully so that's the funnier stuff right now. All right. So, a Pirates and Twins game was delayed yesterday because of a drone. <laughs> yeah. I saw so now that he's trying ESPN. to get a better view and brought his, brought his drone onto the field and he was like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, right delay. through center field and they had to delay the game between Pittsburgh and the Twins. That, that's pretty funny. So pretty funny stuff. We talked about Otani again and we got ice. He'll be done pitching for four to six weeks, which is basically the rest of the season. He will play DH, won't be able to pitch. He got a right forearm string. That's basically all you got to know about Otani. Angels fans, you'll see him at the bat. You won't see him pitching. Yeah, sadly. I, I really wanted to see him pitch because 
I've seen all of his stuff and all of his movement, and I want to see it happen it, actually in real life, and it's sad to see that he's not going to pitch. But let's talk about Miami. The Marlins. They're finally allowed to play Baltimore after the week of suspension due to Corona. Um, rumors came out that Marlins players hung out in the lobby of the a hotel, hotel yeah. that could have spread it. Mm-hmm. And this made Andrew McCutcheon really mad. The Phillies, yeah. The Phillies, obviously, Andrew McCutcheon said they costed the Phillies games and they didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, the Phillies coaching staff, part of them was, you know, affected by COVID. Now, a lot of the Marlins, we already talked about that. It's, just, it's not really fair. All it's not their fault. And I agree with, I yeah. agree with Andrew McCutcheon. They did nothing wrong and now they're getting put in this blender yeah. of... Oh, you can't do anything because you're coaches, and it's not even their fault. It's the Miami Marlins with their with Florida's bad. Um, I don't know. They're not handling Corona that well. <laughs> Obviously, you can see. So we we move to our last piece here. I don't know if you guys remember on our Instagram, we posted the top five starting pitchers. We got laughed at when we put uh, Shane Bieber at number five. We said, "Oh, he's terrible." A guy commented a bunch of times. He was very adamant that Shane Bieber was trash. He said Shane Bieber will not amount to anything. He said, Walker Bueller, he's better. Oh, Mike Soroka, he's better. Oh, this guy's better. This guy's better. He kept naming all these people. And he put all, all these stats. He's like, this guy's better. And they were telling him, we're like, dude, it, these are just opinions. This is what we think is going to happen this season. Not all time. All time, this guy's never going to be on that list for a while. It's a third season in the MLB. He can't be the top five all time, right? Yeah. This is going to the season. Now, I'm not going to toot our horn. But I'm sorry, bro. We were right. I don't mean I'm not gonna call you out. I'm not gonna call your handle because we're not like that. But I'm gonna tell you the facts. Yes. And this is exactly the facts. Through three games, he's broken the he's broken the franchise record of the most strikeouts with three starts. So within the first two starts, he had 27 strikeouts. Broke the franchise record for Cleveland. Now that he has 35 strikeouts in his first three starts of the season. And only letting up, I believe, one or two runs in three starts. Like, that's really, really good. Dumb. <laughs> Right-handed pitcher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's right behind Garrett Cole from 2018 with Houston when he put up 36. And Nolan Ryan in 1973 with 37. The next time he makes a start, he's going to get more than three strikeouts. He's going to break that record. He's going to keep climbing and climbing. I mean, we didn't see this guy as an AL Cy Young winner. But, I mean, if he keeps performing like this the whole season, no matter what Cleveland does... He might be. <laughs> could be a young DeGrom in the making. I mean, I'm not going to compare him off too early. I don't want to put any jinx in him or bad juju, but I hope that he continues to be this yes. good. I hope anyone who does this good continues to be good. Or if you're in a slump, you get better. But, like we said again, man, I mean, don't like the tutor on a horn, but we predicted it. We predicted this guy would do pretty well, and he, mm-hmm. he's already coasting right now. We yes. hope he can continue to get better. Mm-hmm. Shane Bieber... Right-handed pitcher out of Cleveland. Yes. So that's going to do it for us here today on a Wednesday, episode two of season two of our podcast. Make sure to go to our Instagram at Delos underscore Reyes underscore podcast. As always, stay tuned for more as we have tournaments, rankings, throwbacks, you name it. Go to our website and click on the link Poddex. You're going to go on Poddex.com. You're going to order yourself a Poddex hat. You're going to get a hat. You're going to get a set of cards. Use the code DELOS10 for 10% off your first order. Yes. Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of our baseball journey. Baseball is finally back.